more? Yeah, I'll have more. And you can almost stop eating that chocolate. The problem with me and chocolate, if I bought that, I wouldn't be able to stop and I'd probably eat the whole thing and I'd be sick. It said connected. Cry game. Hand your volume on. And this is, it said connected. I should connect it to something else. Now try for that. But if you want, we take those, put those flame with candles, some of those on, and when we listen, maybe that put that light off because it's so. No flameless. You have to connect your camera. Go to one of my devices. Oh, connected three ways. Because I shot your Bluetooth off today. Oh. Oh, where is it? Because I did that. Because I I was gonna use my speaker and I didn't want it to interfere. But you did have told that. I forgot. Leave them on. Which one? Or you can put it on there. It's that T T two thing. Whatever it's called, so it's not connected now. Well, don't put them on the roll like that. Put them in one, one, no. Put them on, <laughs> no, put them up beside each other, but not in a row, kind of a like, not in a row. How do you want it? Just in one one lump. But they don't need to be in a row. Can you put one in front, maybe? Others? Uh, is, is this one working? Yeah, it is. It's just bad. Not in a row. I don't put them like this. Kind of like, yeah. But it's too smooth. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Paired. You have to click it. You have to press. You have to press harder. But Arvid, you can put them at the end of table or on that white table like that. That like one? The, yeah. In front of those coasters. Mm -hmm. More this way. There. Longer ones behind. Ehkä voit panna tuohon puuhun vielä valo. Kind of a like a, oh, kind of a like a adapter. Yeah, there's no room for it. How could there is not room for it? There is a power bar at two walls.
dad gets wrecked, dad has to buy me a new one. Why? Why would it get wrecked? Some of those um, grandkids were kind of a, I had to take. When the lights are out, it feels like the power outage. No, we are enjoying nice warm tuning, uh, just like in Finland. Instead of a uh, bright flashing. Yes, it said connected. Well, crank on yours. Well, mine's high too. Just can't see the volume button. Shine your phone light on my speaker. Probably gonna go blasting. What time is it in Alaska? It doesn't matter because we're listening to another. Mm -hmm. But I guess they probably are about. Six o'clock now. Mm -hmm. They're an hour behind. Maybe two hours. I'm mm -hmm. not sure. I would say six o'clock, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Six, yeah, six, three. When would you be able to listen to a live from Alaska? How could you listen to it? Is it saying anything? Are you sure your volume's full blast? Because my speaker is full blast too. Well, you you can't really volume it until you know when it's on. We'll just uh, wrap the, that prayer up with the Lord's Prayer here. And can you shine our your Father, light? who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So I can see the volume. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our low? trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. This Sunday uh, on the church calendar year is called Transfiguration Sunday, and the theme is the glorified Christ. We'll read a text from, has uh, been set aside for this Sunday from the Second Peter, chapter 1, verses 16 through 21. 
with that prayer that if God so wills, he would open his word for us. And we read these words in Jesus' name. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory Dad? when there came such a voice to Who him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Christ Son, in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which Who came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So here in the He's beginning uh, of the, this what? portion that we read, Peter is speaking yeah. about and reminding the, the believers that uh, that he himself was an eyewitness to, to Jesus on earth and to his transfiguration on uh, that when, and we can just read that portion. Uh, I think all three Gospels record it, but uh, in Matthew here, it speaks of that, the transfiguration of Jesus. Um, in chapter 17 says, And after six days Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias, talking with him. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, the bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. So the, these disciples were with Jesus on that mountain when, when this transfiguration took place, and the glory of God shone down on Jesus. So already they had seen the miracles that Jesus performed on earth and uh, they had been with him and they were his disciples and they believed in Jesus but uh, this this moment here where they were on the mountain and they saw the glory of God come down and uh, the, you know Jesus shone whiter than the white as the sun and his raiment was white as the light in another portion it says that the, the whiteness was uh, an uh, unearthly whiteness where nobody on earth could ever make garments as white as that was it's, it was so pure that glory of God, and He was there with uh, with the with Moses and Elias, and I read that uh, Moses and Elias here. Elias was another name was Elijah in the Bible. That uh, Moses represented that the law that uh, that God had gave in the Old Testament times through Moses, and Elijah the prophets. Uh, he was a prophet in the Old Testament, and he would represent the prophets that that. Uh, uh, from that time and so they were there with Jesus and all three of them together the that Jesus says the gospel and Moses says the law and Elias as the, the prophets um, were all together and then uh, the next time uh, the disciples looked up they were gone and only Jesus remained and we know that Jesus uh, fulfilled the law and the and the prophets that he was that the whole point of all the the Old Testament does uh, all those things that were spoken of in the Old Testament uh, all spoke about the coming of Jesus and it's how so he would fulfill that it's like law dark at this us. time already. And, uh, I think Jesus himself speaks of this here in Matthew. Uh, <coughs> he says, that, uh, this is Jesus speaking, he says, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy it, but to fulfill so that Jesus then, uh, he, he, uh, he was able to live according to that law, and he fulfilled all the prophecies of the Old Testament that spoke of his coming. And in, in, his, in his glory then, by that, that work that he did, we were able to have that hope of heaven also. And our, our text continues that we had read that uh, we also have a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, is unto a light that shineth in the dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. That this more true word of prophecy 
Uh, is that guarantee you know I forgot to take my night pills last night? Us, uh, all here on our way and on the path to heaven. If we can stay in his sheepfold and travel in his glory, uh, that glory can become more glory when we die or that, that star rises in our hearts when, when we can he go does to heaven. Speak a little and fast. We remember that Jesus has promised us that lo, I am with you always, even on to the end of the world. So we, we want to travel on this this uh, narrow way that he spoke of that we don't want to begin to fall uh, onto the into the ditch on the left or into the ditch on the right that we if we keep our eyes focused on the on the glory of Christ there in the center of that of that end of that journey and travel travel here on earth with his with him and his guidance always always uh focusing uh, on on Christ himself on on our heavenly uh, you know the, the heavenly reward that we will uh, gain when if we stay in faith that that, that will uh, will help us stay on a narrow way we don't want to become distracted by the things of this world or uh, or fall begin to fall on the, on the right side of the road where church said the sins on the right side where we may become self-righteous or think that through our own works we can become good people and worthy of going to heaven on our own that we would always remember that Jesus is is the one that died for our sins that without him we would be nothing and none of us would be able to achieve heaven through our own works or our own merits and then towards the end of this uh text that we read uh peter writes that knowing this first that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation did you cover it came not an old time by the will of man the holy man of god spoke did you cover it by the yeah. Holy Ghost. yeah okay fine and here, Peter wishes to remind all the believers uh, that he was writing to them and us as well that this uh, that that God's word and the knowledge of the Bible, which is God's word, um, it cannot be understood uh, with our own human understanding. It it is of little value. There, there are many, many, many instructions in the Bible uh, that on how, on how to live our lives, and in a temporal sense, these these are good for us and good for all people to follow if, if we could if we could follow the, the the teachings of christ and if all men did there would be yeah, i mean how much better would would uh would earth be with if everybody did follow those instructions but that interpreting that to our own self um, can could uh can make our lives easier and, but it cannot give us that gift of faith yeah, we, we can't uh, earn earn that understanding or we can't you know we can't read the bible and have things also pop in our heads and be saved by our faith by uh, through knowledge that that we need to enter god's kingdom through the sheepfold uh, and in order to stay in that that god's grace we need that gift of the of faith and that comes through the holy spirit we remember uh, reading that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by and through the word of god Almost all Christians uh, in the, in the world, it, you read the same Bible that we do, and uh, Luther dealt with this a lot in his times. That so many of, and even before he had uh, received the grace of repentance, he knew very well the scriptures. He, that he was a monk, so he had studied uh, the scriptures in and out. He knew them forward and backward. But until he received the grace of repentance, and the Holy Spirit then was able to open that word for him, he did not understand what he was reading and i thought that that when jesus reminds us that uh and he held that little child when the disciples were wondering who the greatest in the kingdom of heaven was that he found that little child and said that uh that the child is the greatest in the kingdom and the child probably that i don't know how old the one was there but they probably didn't know how to read and had never read the scriptures and uh they probably sat through church services, but didn't understand many of the things that the priests may have been saying in those in those times. But still, they have that that pure faith, that perfect trust in God, and and that is uh, what what all of us need to to get us to heaven. And and this week in our Bible class, uh, it was also on this same topic, and we read a portion out of Second uh, Corinthians. And I thought we could perhaps read that as well here today. Oh, and this is uh, speaking about when Moses came down from the mountain after he had received the Ten Commandments from God. 
find it here. Uh, it says, And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their hearts. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with an open face, beholding, as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So here uh, we're reminded again that without that Holy Spirit, without that without that uh, gift that God has given us, that all that the knowledge of what's written in the Scripture uh we, we remain blinded. We do not understand what we read without without the gift of the Holy Spirit. And with the gift of the Holy Spirit, you, uh, you do not need to know all the ins and outs of everything. That if you if you can remain in faith, that 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 flicker of faith is enough to get us to heaven. Uh, we believe that if a young child uh, is taken to heaven uh, before they even grow old enough to learn to speak and talk. That they are heaven acceptable. That when they when they die, they go to heaven, and they have no knowledge in the sense that we think. But they have that that perfect faith and trust that that God is their God, and that He is not He has forgiven them their sins through the work of Jesus Christ. So when when God had spoke with James and John and Peter on the mountain there. He had affirmed once again that Jesus is the Holy Son of God. He said that this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then he commands them, he says, Hear ye him. That we want to take that same message into our hearts today. And through the, um, the Holy Spirit, uh, we can uh, hear what Jesus has to teach us here, even in this times. And, and John, Jesus himself says that... Uh, but the Comforter, this is before he uh, he's passed away from them, that, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So here uh, Jesus is, Speaking of that, that Holy Ghost that, that he is going to leave with the disciples here and the, the believers on earth, that he said, and that comes from the Father. He said, the Father will send it in his name, and the Comforter will teach us in all things and bring all things to our remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. And this, this voice of the Holy Spirit speaks to the congregations of God. Uh, and, uh, so we always want to remember to, to listen to that voice of the Holy Spirit as it teaches and instructs God's children here on earth. In Revelations, uh, Jesus repeats many times this admonition. Uh, to, uh, I don't know if it's all the churches that he wrote to there in Asia Minor, but says that uh, he says that he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And when we can hear and obey the voice of God given through the Holy Spirit in this congregation, and we can preach that gospel one to another, and we can hear that that gospel message that that your sins are forgiven in Jesus' name and precious blood, then we can sometimes catch little glimpses of that glory of Christ. It, in my own life, it seems so often I I feel like maybe I'm just going through the motions and my heart is just kind of cold and it doesn't feel it feels more like a, like I'm almost doing a thought exercise with these things. But from time to time, I've I've been given this that that. That a uh, small, uh, that small little taste of what it must be like when we can be in heaven with with God and Jesus one day. That that where you, I can take that and I've been able to believe that completely and see the glory of God. Like maybe perhaps the the birth of a child has been one of them times where it feels like God has particularly uh, been close. Or uh, um, in times of sickness or times of difficulty. Uh, feels like I, I often turn to God more in difficult times and when things are going along in my life easily I may forget all the wonderful and precious things that God has done for me and begin to think that uh, it's just perhaps what I deserve and 
So sometimes these trials that we experience here on earth can actually remind us to, to turn to God and to, and to rely completely on God and God's grace and mercy. And it, here in, in Zion and God's kingdom, we have that, 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 uh, that treasure, that, that gospel message of Jesus. And that, that fountain of the, the forgiveness of sins is always flowing here in God's kingdom. And as often as we need, we can turn to that gospel message and draw nearer to Christ. And even today, each and every one of you can uplift your hearts and believe all sins and all doubts forgiven in Jesus' name and precious blood. And can I, too, hear my, my sins and doubts forgiven? We'll close these morning services in the benediction. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon oh, us tomorrow, and give yeah. us peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Oh, that was... Um, yeah, he was short. Yeah, but uh, was also um, assuring, um, assuring sermon. Oh, yeah, no question about it. No, no doubt. Mulla on vielä 50 prosenttia mun puhelimessa ja mä on viimeksi latannut toisa How much do you have? 50%. That's pretty good. The name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Let us open our morning services with opening prayer and thanksgiving. Dear Heavenly Father, we have come before thy holy and precious face. We ask that you would No voihan sen tuosta koaamisestakin panna pienemmälle. I could, but I, it required me getting off the couch. Dear Father, we like to also remember those who are not able to come here this morning. That you would call and you would remind them and you would encourage and you would strengthen their faith as well. And yet, dear Father, we ask that you would remember, especially those. The only thing that with are archives, there's no songs. Outside of that kingdom, that you, that you would call them for repentance. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I have to say that it's nice to be back here in my home congregation. Seems like it's been a long time since I've been here. But I'd like to also bring the greetings of love of God's peace from the flavors of Alaska and also from the summer services. Those flavors, many of them, send those greetings to you. 
we named many of you, but I have to confess that perhaps I don't remember those individual greetings, but in whole I'd like to deliver those greetings of love and Godspeed to each of you as a, from the flavors of other areas. This Sunday, our theme is examining oneself. But it seemed like that I was not able to settle with any of those texts that were set aside today but rather this text that is recorded in the second epistle of Paul, the Thessalonians, that it seemed to fit. And with that kind of prayer that God would feed each of us today and open his word according to his will. We read this beginning from the second chapter. First, um, 13 verses in Jesus' name as follows. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not so shaken in mind, or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a failing array first, and that man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or, or that is worshipped so that he, as a god, did it in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now liveth will, will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy, them, destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs of lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Amen. So this text takes us to 
kind of of apostles. It's been said that these letters to Thessalonians was written by Paul. Perhaps he was in the Corinth when he wrote these letters. High because it kind of a crackles. And he wrote them shortly at one after the other. There's two letters for the Thessalonians that Paul sent. First letter, perhaps, reminds more about the believers about the second coming of Jesus. Second chapter, second uh, book. That is not chocolate, God. Perhaps more also touches for those that are yet outside of the kingdom of God. Nevertheless, we remember that even Paul himself in those times, Perhaps he even thought that Jesus would be coming. Yeah, I did. It's upstairs. Yeah, but you also No, I didn't. It's upstairs. It needs to be. I know. I I was labeling them this and I. Yeah, but I needed it. Like in all times in history of Bible and time. Inside, not outside. Man has always things. Yes. Life around his time, the time that he stayed in the earth. But God, when he created the earth and everything in it, he knew the time. Permanent marker is the only kind of marker you can write on a disc. Permanent marker is the only kind of marker you can write. Yeah. I know, I, I for, been forgiven. I'll go get it right now. I'm going to need it soon though. Wash your hands before you touch them. And don't cough on them. In that regard, we can see that the wisdom that the proverb speaks about is the word of God, the word of Jesus. Read that wisdom, that the, the, the chapter. Changing that wisdom to Jesus. We could and then take a napkin with you. Speak more besides I do to me. How Jesus is that truth. Everything, everyone who loves him, he will reward. Jesus will 
RD and so forth. Now when we begin to examine this text that we heard, Paul speaks about of Jesus' second coming. And that that we those believers at that time that how they should calm in that way that they would not be troubled when others will come speaking about the spirit or by the spirit or by word or by some other letter those times, there was also wrongfully sent letters written by Paul for the believers. And for that reason, Paul wanted to warn also for those believers there in Thessalonians that there are those letters sent by my name, that not all are of them true. We also remember how when Jesus wanted to send some letters to those seven churches in Asia Minor, Minor how in the beginning of each letter, he sent the greetings or almost like signed his name. So that the reader, when they received those letters, that they knew who or whom the letter are from. So even those times, those times of Paul, and I'm sure all the time until this our time, there has been people coming and even sending letters and or coming with the different miracles that they were able to perform in the name of the Jesus. Jesus speaks many, many different times in the Bible about his second coming. And I believe that it's for that reason that he wanted to, us, his children, to be aware of his second coming. He explains these have lots of cheese on them. How, what are those signs of his second coming? But here, Paul reminds us, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come in the falling away first. So first, what, will, what would happen is, that would come that people would give up the faith. One of the signs, even before the time of Noah. Bible had recorded how people 
at the, that, the time, how they were married. They, they married, they were joyful, and they, so forth. It seems like that time, it was a time like we live today. That there is plenty of time in our hands. People have plenty of food to eat, things to enjoy, lots of free time. Those times also, God's son married the daughters of this world. So that's uh, one of the signs that we also see before the second coming of Jesus. Young and perhaps older believers, they seek spouses outside of the kingdom of God. And for that was the, one of the reasons why God became, became angry for that time. And it was the time, signs also for the time, the Doma and Gomorrah, when the Abraham and Lot was there. How those people, how they were living in the ungodliness place, unnatural place, how men seek other men, and so forth. We can see that even today, it seems like God has even forwarded the time it goes faster and, and not for any other reason but that those that are his children can be saved. Why do you have your light on? God's word in the book of Revelation mm. speaks about that. One of the letters of those churches. And again, I have I translate this from the Finnish version, Bible translation. That you have followed my word closely and endured. And therefore, I, for my part, will closely guard you and save you from the moment of trial. Where are my dad to come in today? Why did you show up north? So, God's son, Jesus, spoke to the angel of Philadelphia. One of those two angels that he held as a believer that you have followed my word, my instructions. You have not fallen away. And I do my part. And I'll protect you. Even promise that I'll that moment which also Paul spoke about on this, this letter. So God in his word promises to be with us, to protect us, to keep us Even though in the midst of these trials and midst of this warfare that God is fighting against the, the dark spirit of this earth or this world, 
continued here. Remember, reminding a little bit. He was speaking even when he was himself there with the Thessalonians. He said that, and now he know what with always that he might be revealed in his time. The other words that you know that will hold that he cannot come until his time is. And he speak about speaks about the 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 son son of perdition. That even times of a Satan, God has given times for him, not devil, but God. God allows things to happen so his word would be fulfilled. We remember when God gave that His word, even at the time of there in the paradise, when the first couple had fallen to sin, that I will send my son and son here, Savior. But this this wrongful man will come with the power of Satan, with that kind of a powerful strength, doing those kind of powers, powerful things and signs and lying wonders. Book of Revelation says this way that and he doeth great wonders that so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. So who knows what kind of powers we have? But even for our own behalf, we know that how powerful Satan can be. Himself with this world and our own flesh. Sometimes it feels that fighting against seems too much. But if you even Think about this this way. The powers that Satan has. But if you begin to compare the power of our Heavenly Father. I don't have to explain, but you can with the understanding of the Spirit you can see that the power of God is so much higher. And when we can read these kind of words, that God himself, word of Jesus, speaks to us and reminds us that he will be with us. When God is with us, who can be? powerful over us. But God allows this strong delusion to come because those that are in this world, because they are turning on they're turning more and more unrighteousness. Recently, I was reading a history part 
or some historical facts of the Finnish war. And those times when Russians in the Winter War began to attack Finland, they had so much more manpower with them. They had powerful weapons of tanks and airplanes and bombs and so forth against Finnish rifles. How little the Finns had those kind of tools to fight against the enemy. That day when the war began in Finnish church calendar, the text was about the David and Goliath. One time in northern Finland, when the Russians were coming over the border and getting in the part of the Finland, Finnish president in his radio address with his wife prayed and asked citizens to pray Heavenly Father. How the Heavenly Father then answered in his way. One day when the Finnish army went to try to protect it was a rainy and snowy day. And before the Finnish troops were able to get close to the Russians, the weather had changed and it was below 40. Russians were not able to use their weapons. And other things that happened that God showed mighty. Even in those times, God protected Finland. God had in his word said that he will send his spirit to dwell in the northern land. And because of that, God protected those citizens in that area. God has all power. He can, uh, he can take the protection away. He can add protection. Using even the kings and queens of this world. But even the prayer of unrighteous God hears them. Those times, the president of Finland exhorted the whole Finland to put away their sins. Although he was not of God's children, he was that kind of man that wanted to use Bible daily. Unfortunately, we see that kind of similar signs today's society, how, or this kind of signs, not necessarily similar, but that we're not using God's word in this society anymore. And I have to say that. Perhaps these are the signs that perhaps Paul was talking about for Thessalonians. But you must, God, for this cause, God shall send them the strong, the strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Not for the believers, 
but those that are outside of the kingdom of God. And even at those times when Noah and Lot, how God closed the door of our ark, door of the ark, how God closed the doors, God's men were there visiting Lot's house, how they closed that door and made those people outside of the door blind so they could not see where the handle was. Same way before the Jesus comes the second time. We trust that God will also protect us. He and his room will stay here. He protects us. He closes that, closes that door for our protection. That we, the weak ones, that we can stay yet for a moment. Bible speaks about that there will be that half a moment time. Take your mask. Go and take your mask. Right now. Yes. Referring to this, that when God has closed his door outside of the street, that God's kingdom and its, its citizens will be there in a safe place until Jesus comes to take us home. Then Paul continues that whereunto he called you by our gospel, the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the tradition which ye have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Comfort your heart. heart. This one. Just one. And establish you in every good word and word. Dear brothers and sisters, I'd like to encourage you to uplift your heart and leave your sins and doubts forgiven in Jesus' name and precious and blood. Live unto peace and unto joy. May our Heavenly Father give us strength in our faith. But yet I have come before you, feeling my own portion and my sinfulness, and ask if I can also do that. Of the 